If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 66 is on page 417. O oh, be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O oh, how wonderful art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O oh, come hither, and behold the works of God, how wonderful he is in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot. There did we rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power for ever. His eyes behold the nations, and such as will not believe shall not be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us, thou also hast tried us like as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferedest men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thine house with burnt offerings, and will pay thee my vows, which I promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O oh, come hither and hearken, all ye that fear God, and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. 
Praised be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 20th verse of the fifth chapter of the prophet Jeremiah. Declare this in the house of Jacob, and proclaim it in Judah, saying, Hear, this is now, O foolish people, without understanding, who have eyes and see not, and who have ears and hear not. Do you not fear me, says the Lord? Will you not tremble at my presence, who have placed the sands as the boundary of the sea? By a perpetual degree, that is, cannot pass beyond it. And though its waves toss to and fro, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, yet they cannot pass over it. But this people has a defiant and rebellious heart. They have revolted and departed. They have not say, they do not say in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives rain, both the former and the latter in its season. He reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these things away and your sins have withheld good from you. For among my people are found wicked men. They lie in wait as one waits, sets a, they lie in wait as one who sets snares. They set a trap, they catch men. As a cage is full of birds, so their houses are full of deceit. Therefore they have become great and grown rich. They have grown fat, they are sleek, Yes, they surpass the deeds of the wicked. They do not plead the cause. They cause the fatherless, yet they prosper. And the right of the needy they do not defend. Shall I not punish them for these things, says the Lord? Shall I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? An astonishing and horrible thing has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, the priests rule by their own power, and my people love to have it so. But what will you do in the end? Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm, and he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 17th verse of the 5th chapter of St. John. <clears throat> so when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, 
but Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is come into the world. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. It's been a um, privilege of mine to be here the three of the last four nights. 
and uh, to be moving through Jeremiah and this portion of the Gospel of John with you. I think there's been a little bit of a theme that we're running into, and it's the choices that we make. And our choices are to choose eternity or to choose the temporal. Um, I think if someone were to ask me which is which, I was thinking about that today, and I came up with a thought. And anything that you could imagine that would melt in, uh, and pass away or be turned to dust in, in say, uh, the biggest nuclear weapon we have, maybe three or four of them going off at once, if it would melt in that or be, not be there afterwards, that's temporal, and everything else is eternal, which is God. And so that's what I'm saying is, is that we hold on to these temporal things, and we have to. I mean, we're not going to let our babies not have their diapers changed. We're not going to feed them. But we have to keep that balance, and that's the key part of, of us walking as Christians is keeping that balance. So as we look at our, our um, passage in Jeremiah, we see a core problem. And the core problem is exactly that, that the people are foolish. God calls them that in verse 21. Oh, foolish people without understanding, who have eyes and see not, and who have ears and hear not. And um, so that's that's what happens, is we can see, we can hear, but if we don't understand and we don't take it into our hearts, then, then that's where we have a problem. So then there's a list of what the people have done. And in verse 22, we see that, do you not fear me? So they don't fear God, and fear, I think, of course, we know that means respect and hold and awe. And um, when God shows up in person in any way in the Bible, we see people falling on their face. And I think all of us are very familiar with the first thing an angel would say is, uh, be not afraid, fear not. Um, so those are the kinds of messages we get because it's just automatic to fear something that is that, um, it, it's, it's beyond imagination, the power, I would imagine. I mean, because I can't, I haven't seen it that way, but um, I'm looking forward to it. And I think remembering in the New Testament says, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. The people have a defiant and rebellious heart. They've revolted and departed and have grown fat. And they are, even though they think they are sleek or they're successful. And But they, they've, um, when we taste the things of the temporal, it, they're very, very tasty. It's like, uh, you know, we, supposed to, we know we're supposed to eat vegetables, but ice cream tastes so good. And so we have to do what's right sometimes, even though something else might feel better. Um, in verse 28, they suppress the deeds of the wicked, and they do not plead the causes of the, of the fatherless. Uh, they take advantage of everyone. And uh, I think the, most, uh, the worst thing that they do is in verse 30 and 31, and God, or through the prophet, says, An astonishing and horrible thing has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power. In other words, they're not guided by God. They're guided by their own desire. And then the worst thing of all that the people, they love to have it so. They want to hear what they want to hear. And of course, in contrast to that is what the people should do, which we know is from verse 20, 24 when he says, uh, do you not fear me? But So what they should do is fear the Lord. Um, and I remember from Ecclesiastes, the, or the whole duty of man is to love God and keep his commandments. So what, what do we learn about God in this? In verse 24, we know it's God that gives rain, the former and the latter in the season, um, God's in charge of any, everything, and the agricultural analogy here is that he provides the water. So we see in this, like, I think it's the struggle that we have ourselves is, is again, the, the things that are tempting us away from God. And so this is our time, our season, to uh, put those aside and bring things in that bring us closer to God. And I think as we get towards the end of the second week of Lent, I know that that's one of the, my, you know, I think one of my struggle weeks. And then as I get towards the end of it and I'm trying to add the things that 
that keep me closer to God, it starts to get a little more easy. And I don't mean easy, I mean um, uh, natural, I guess you would say. And then I remember what the Navy SEALs say, the only easy day was yesterday. So we move into um, the Gospel of John and we're moving through this, this Lazarus story over a few days. And I love what Thomas said yesterday as they're going to Jerusalem. And uh, as at the end of the passage yesterday, and he said, let us go that we might die with him. Where we're told to take up the cross and follow Jesus. And that's what uh, Thomas, and even with his, what I think is humor, said, uh, let's just go so we can do that. So Jesus comes to Mary uh, and Martha. And, and, uh, and Martha says, if you were here, uh, my brother wouldn't have died. And um, so Jesus tells her that, um, that I am the resur you know, the resurrection. And uh, she says, yes, I, I am, you know, in the resurrection. Or Jesus, Lazarus will rise again. And she goes, yes, in the resurrection. So she's got this abstract belief of resurrection. And uh, it helped me a lot because I think in my younger Christian days, I didn't realize I had the, the concept that um, Christianity was so different than Judaism that we had a different religion and that resurrection came for us, but it wasn't for the Jews. But what I realize now, and I think you do too, or already knew that this has always been the hope of man is, is to uh, be resurrected and, and be with God. Um, but what Jesus does is takes Martha from this abstract view of, of resurrection into a personalized trust in him who can raise the dead. And he says, I am the, I, I am the resurrection and the life. And this is the uh, fifth in a series of his I am statements. So of the seven. So that's what happened is she gets brought into this realization of what's really happening and who Jesus really is. And so one of the other thoughts that we get from this is that there is no resurrection outside of Jesus. And I think there's so many people that believe that, uh, you know, all, all religions lead to God. I read a story this week about a, a woman who wrote books, was one of the main leaders of the New Age movement, did seminars, and she was... Um, driving along and because she believes all religions lead to God, she just happened to flip on a Christian station and heard a preacher talking about, um, uh, it was in from the Deuteronomy and, and how um, people that believe in crystals and some of that stuff, you know, wasn't God's way and it, it kind of struck her. And she's in her 60s and her whole life has been success and yet God, the Holy Spirit convicted her and she sold all of this and became a Christian. So I think, um, it's really important for us to remember that prayer is important and that God can reach people and including us, but also the other people that we love in our life. So um, the, the, I think as we bring this into, our, into conclusion here today, I think it's important for us to know that Jesus is the life and the, re the resurrection and the life and that we too, even in this time, can have knowledge of that in spite of all the things that are going around us, we can hold on to this, this eternal truth. Let's continue with the um, intercession on page 590. And we'll spend just a few moments making our private intercessions. Let us pray and accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, 
that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me this evening. Have a great evening, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in the morning. Thank you, Deacon Thank you. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Oh, Elizabeth, Marcia, you're still there. Yes. Okay, there you are. Here we are. <laughs> the view went away from me. All right. I'm on page 597. I like starting there. Okay. And I've got my remaining soul surviving dog here wondering why she's not getting fed and we're continuing to pray. <laughs> my dog he is. Oh no. Monica's giving me looks too. Okay. All right. For those we love. Almighty God, we entrust all those, all who are dear to us, including Mike and Matt, Liddy and Trey. Richard, Alex, Sophie. Jack, Evan, Ryan. Megan, Grant, Nick, Natalie, Carter, Caroline, Augie, and Wynn, and Brady. Blessed thy never failing care and love for this life and the life to come, knowing that thou art doing for them better things than we can desire or pray for through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Was that Snowball? Snowball the cat. <laughs> that was Snow. That was that wasn't your dog, was it, Marsh? No, no, it was Snowball. The mailman arrived. No problem. Sorry. Just wanted to see if I knew who it was. Monica's going to be proud. <laughs> On page forty-three for children. O Lord Jesus Christ, who dost embrace children with the arms of mercy and dost make them living members of thy church, give them grace, we pray thee, to stand fast in thy faith, to obey thy word and to abide in thy love, that being made strong by thy Holy Spirit, they may resist temptation and overcome evil and may rejoice in the life that now is and dwell with thee in the life that is to come through thy merits, O merciful Savior, who with the Father and the Holy Ghost livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. Then on page 50. Almighty God, who has promised to hear the petitions of those who ask in thy son's name, we beseech thee mercifully to incline thine ears to us who have now made our prayers and supplications unto thee, and grant that those things which we have faithfully asked according to thy will may effectually be obtained to the relief of our necessity and to the setting forth of thy glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.
I wanted to tell you, I saw a meme this morning on Facebook, and I, I meant to copy it because I loved it. And I'm a Lord of the Rings fan, but it was uh, in the movie when Frodo woke up and saw all his friends, including those who he thought were already gone. And he said that face when we get to heaven and see our friends. And then it Aww. showed like a more amazing face. And it goes, when we see those that we've been praying for before we left. And, you know, there Aww. was... And I thought of both of you. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. No, and, and I loved uh, how, you know, the meditation today, you know, incorporated what we do afterwards, and we don't ever give up. Right, right. It's just uh, this this Lent's been really amazing for me that way, just to, um, to mm -hmm. stay with it, to stay strong, and 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 and, it, and it's got just enough of me stumbling to realize I need God. You know, I'm not oh, doing this for my own. Me too. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, it's, uh, you were right. I, I think week two is a little bit 